0: solutions to problem solving show for people who don't necessarily need one i'm joel i'm oscar 27 days i'm i'm tom and can we just get a little explanation on that oh uh how many days was that that's 27 days oh that happened again sorry sorry (laughs) I think what I'm doing is I'm very subtly subconsciously trying to count down until my birthday. Oh, was that the kind of internal monologue thing and it just kind of spilled out a little bit? Yeah, just a real Freudian slip of days it is until I stop being uh, a sprightly, bright-eyed 24-year-old and transition (laughs) kicking and screaming into a curmudgeonly old, sad 25-year-old. So I'm just kind of, you know, counting down the days I've got left of my uh, youthful exuberance until it's all gone. Can I ask, how youthful and exuberant do you feel right now? because I haven't felt youthful or exuberant in a long time. I mean, it's relative. (laughs) (laughs) To who? He's wearing shorts. He is. I'm wearing shorts. They're comfortable and easy to wear. And when I become old, when I am the elderly, I won't be able to wear these anymore. It's all going to be slacks and... What are those? uh, Like like belts for your socks. What are they called? They garters? Garters? Yeah. Slacks and garters. Slacks (laughs) is a combo I've not heard of before. Uh, Vests underneath very thin white shirts. Yeah, yeah, so the vest is actually the more visible thing of the two. Yeah, yeah. oddly, yeah, even though it's on the inside. Uh, what else? Um, cardigans. Um, suspenders. I'm really not looking forward to it because my birthday is the end of the month and it's going to still be really warm. And I'm going to have to wear this really big outfit of old people clothes. Yeah, mm. I'm a bit sad because I've been getting used to your legs being out. Um, and I know. If I'm honest, I haven't had enough. Well, you can't really tease us with one month of this and then just go straight to old age. Well, now you know exactly how many days you have left to appreciate the legs. It's 27. Yeah, 27 days. Mm. So yeah, that's uh, just getting everyone well informed of the countdown. Okay, cool. Can we can we set up a countdown on SoundCloud uh, every single time we we upload uh, a new episode? I want some comments saying how many days exactly it is until Oscar's birthday. Yeah, it's not really fair because we're recording this a few days before we yep. release it. They've got to try and work it out. Yeah, Gosh. I'm not going to tell you what day it is now. Okay, I'll give you a clue. Oh, it rhymes with Schmooze Day. Yeah, that's literally one day. No, no. The other one, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, Moons Day. Yeah, Moons Day. <laughs> yeah. Cloons Day. It's the, national day. Ho- it's the national holiday celebrating George Clooney. <laughs> Happy yeah. Cloons Day, everybody. Boons Day. There was a guy in my school called Luke Boone. So he got a day too. I mean, Woons Day would make as much sense as the current pronunciation of Wednesday does, <laughs> looking at the letters. It's yeah. true. W E D N E. When A Why Wabbles day Wetness (laughs) day It's just (laughs) A blessed and pious Wetness day to you all (laughs) It's such bollocks So yeah Welcome to (laughs) The twilight years Welcome to the twilight years Be prepared for more mouth sounds and offering of Werther's Originals as the podcasts go on from here on. I'm, I'm excited. excited. I mean, I'm the youngest one here. You guys are already 25. Yeah, you started ragging on 25-year-olds yep. and I had to really hold back. I was yeah. going to say, there's a reason why this intro has basically been an uninterrupted Oscar monologue, because the two of us, Ugh, old, old people. That's because this is usually your nap time. This, this little boy getting his slacks in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had my birthday slacks already. <laughs> While we've still got your youth exuberance on our side, shall we get into the business of fixing up some problems from the internet? Uh, yes, please. I love business. I love business. We're all about business here. Business. Since you're the young'un, yeah. you can go first. Right. Cool. I will. This one comes from Brian Cherenfant. Uh, it's B cherenfant 11 on Twitter, who says, I've realised over time that debating where to go out to eat might just be one of the biggest first world problems ever. Agreed absolutely agree that's yeah. not that's not up for debate that's that's an agreement i mean like we've experienced this relatively recently because we've got the the added kind of thing of trying to order one big order for a group where some people have different dietary requirements to others so it's finding mm, yeah. An all-around we've got, winner. We've, we've got a real mishmash here. We've got vegetarians, vegans, meat eaters, gluten-free people. We've got dairy people, but fine with meat. It's it's all over Tom, the are shop. Tommy, are you trying to refer to the cows that live here? Yes. Dairy people. The dairy people. They, they prefer you I mean, intensely eat. dairy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying not to use the racial <laughs> slurs. I thought that's what they preferred. Uh, Milkmen. <laughs> <laughs> Those bloody milkers out back. That's their word. You don't get to use it. <laughs> My thing with picking a place to eat, especially when you're thinking with other people involved, is Venn diagrams are a great way to kind of narrow it down. You put, these are the things I can eat, these are the things you can eat, and then what's left? Whatever's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. usually chips. Yeah, it's mm. je- it, honestly, chips are the great unifier. There's no one chips. that doesn't eat chips. Uh, it's also a case of how good are the chips at this place. It is a pretty good signifier for mm. how good the rest of the stuff mm. is. It's very rare you go somewhere and goes the burger is awful, you know, every, all their drinks are flat and watered down, but the chips are fantastic. It's, yeah. If the chips are good, that's the bedrock on which a business can build a successful menu. It can I be feel. a wild card, though. Yeah, Sometimes the, the chips are bad because they're so confident in the rest of their menu, they think you'll come back anyway. Yeah, they all, all you need is some just potato-shaped things the to dip in ketchup. Potato things. I mean, that's it. You wouldn't order chips from a Chinese restaurant, necessarily. I did read A Good Solution to this. I think you're probably going to say exactly the same as me. It's Potentially. When you're trying to figure out with someone else where do you want to go i don't mind where do you want to go anywhere here no uh, it's an age-old debate yes. of course i read a thing recently which is guess where we're going for dinner And wherever they guess you say uh, yeah yep that is exactly my solution <laughs> and, i have i've been employing this the last few months and it's worked every time i've yet to try it so it's, it's nice to know that the field research has been done it's fucking amazing because honestly it's i really want food and honestly, I do not mind where we end up. It'll be great. What about you? And they're like, I, I I'm the same. I do not mind where I end up. Like, well, fuck, fuck. Neither of us are going to get anywhere with this attitude. We're mm. in exactly the same spot. We've just, ex- we've just given more explanation. That good. We've made it more difficult yeah. for ourselves to choose because the choices are everything. Exactly. So when you approach it with that mindset, you're never going to get anywhere anyway, and you end up going somewhere you don't want. If someone comes in and says, I would like this. Mm. That's a challenge. That's that's inviting. Oh, you you would like that? Well. I don't. Maybe I don't. However, you're right. Coming in with the guess where we're going. I got something up here. They they immediately kind of get like, "Oh," and they first the first thing they think of is always their favorite thing, regardless of whether or not they'll admit it to you. For yeah. Sure. Um, I used this to great effect the other day and heard of a restaurant I'd never heard before and just kind of had to be like, "Yeah, where is it? Where is that?" <laughs> but Wow, I it... wasn't expecting to go all the way to London to yeah. go and get dinner, but okay, Tom. Thanks. It's interesting, cool. But yeah, it has worked flawlessly every time. That could be a fix. However, I think it's a ballsy move because, as you said, like they might come out of nowhere and and give you a, a red herring, like oh, my favourite restaurant in Edinburgh. You're taking me there. They might expect a lot from you. I mean, you still could say no and take their second guess. Yeah, but the trouble is, their second guess then is uh, people only have one favourite. People don't. People don't come in with an itemized list of what they want. Second guess. Is- second best that's that's the simple truth of mm, it you yeah. know you go oh i'll be going to the magic edinburgh restaurant you say no I say, oh that's a shame because that's what i'm going to be thinking about yes. whilst i'm having whatever else we go for now so what we need now is a system where yes we present them with this kind of ultimatum of guess where we're going but we need to make absolutely sure we can get there how do we alter that question i'm thinking whiteboards go on You've seen those game shows where someone, like, writes down the answer to a question and then their partner has to guess what the answer is. Oh, like. the was game. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, Do that with restaurants. Say, let's both of us write down where we think the other person wants to go. <laughs> what an- so you write it down. If it matches, great, you go there. If it doesn't match, you can't go to either of those restaurants tonight. You have to play again yeah, and go like- to another one. <laughs> oh, no. So, hang on. Let's say there are a 100- hundred... Different potential restaurants on your list between the two of you mentally. Yeah, and you have forty-nine rounds where you both guess different ones. Yeah, oh no, we're going to go for the one that we both know of but don't want to go to. Like, well, we, it's the only one that matches up. Unfortunately, we have to go there now. I hate when you playtest my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just using my youthful exuberance to come up with the worst case scenario. Yeah. You're using you're using youthful exuberance to basically run trials. That's impressive. You just managed to run a hundred scenarios. Yeah, and the, the the end result is always stabby Steve's crab shack. Admit okay, admittedly throwing them both out might be a bad idea. What if we did King of the Hill? I like that. <laughs> what if we did you both write down a restaurant? And then you'd pick out of them which one you prefer, right, and then the other person comes up with a new restaurant and tries to beat it. So how many rounds do we have? Because otherwise we could literally just go on forever. Um, go for a three win streak That could see, I really like applying sport or tournament rules to this. What about bracketing? What mm. so it heats. Yeah, so it, basically, you, you each, like, when you don't want to eat, when you're literally just like, right, this problem's going to come up at some point, let's just spend 20 minutes. You all write down on pieces of paper some of your favourite places to eat. When it comes to, right, where are we going to eat tonight? And then your partner simply turns to you, grabs the bowl and goes, there can be only one! Empties them all out of the floor. And you pick 16 and you create brackets. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah heats of two, 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 and then we just coalesce into one final matchup between two restaurants. That will it's basically survival of the tastiest. And then by that point, you can actually when you get to the final two, you can actually get both menus up and compare things because mm. you'll know in that moment, as you did when you go, guess where we're going. You can know in that moment actually, I'm really in the mood for that thing that this one does and the other one doesn't. Mm. So I think I think like the build up of having to get your preferred restaurant through several rounds really reinforces the decision of no, I'm not. Gonna to flake out on this i do want this meal now yeah yeah and i think once once you start getting that once you start seeing your your horse getting up through <laughs> the uh up through the ranks it kind of turns into a half tournament thing and then half a debate thing because yeah, you're actually yeah. trying to back up you know look it's it's gotten this far for a reason it is better than all of these i can see that your contestant is coming up on the other side i, I know you're back in hungry horse but i'm not sure about it <laughs> the hungry no. horse all they serve is horse <laughs> how are we deciding who wins each heat? I think mutual decision. I think you you both look at it, and because it's randomly pulled, you're just like, oh, well, we got Burger King versus Mission Burrito here, so... I mean, neither is really a Kiva Burger. Mm. No, absolutely not. Okay, so, Mission Burrito moves on forward because you're not picking between two decisions. You're literally both going in with a critical head of two randomly generated things. Okay, so you don't pick a single restaurant that you want to go to. No. You're just looking at the brackets. You're looking at the brackets per, yeah. Okay, and then you can have stats as well. It's like, well, Mission Burrito versus this Indian place. Well, Mission Burrito's beaten out three other rice-based cuisines (laughs) already in its heat. He's He's on a streak. And it's got the speed advantage... You transfer yeah. all of these stats to top trumps and you've got yourself a full playable food game. You know what? Speed, Fuck charisma. it. That's what we're doing. Top, yeah, it's, it's exactly the same kind of idea as the league mentality. It's just top trump stats. So it's. Break horsepower. Break horsepower. Uh, charisma. You know, force points. Um, <laughs> likability, <laughs> Height. How tall the restaurant is is very important. And.
1: Age? I guess price?
0: Price has got to be a thing, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's the best way to... And I think it actually keeps the process fun because it can be kind of, you know, as we've established that, oh, I don't mind where we go just anywhere. it kind of mm. gets a bit grating. If you view it as a, a double victory, so you've won at a game and then also you get what you want to get in the first place, then yeah, it keeps the process light. Agreed. Yeah, so. I, I really like this. One final issue with this. Mm. You guys played Top Treasure recently? Not recently, no, no. it's not a particularly balanced game in retrospect because there is just one card. There is always just one card mm, that yeah. will win no matter what. Yeah. In fairness, there is always one restaurant, usually. <laughs> <laughs> like, a couple <laughs> will usually have a restaurant that they tend they, to prefer. They tend to like. But you don't want to always go there. So Here's you pretend the thing. you don't like it. So we have a strike system. Okay. We, we have forced benching, basically. If a restaurant wins three tournaments, yeah. it's out. Handicaps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It gets it. Okay. It's not out. It gets its stats slashed. Yeah. Yeah it's on like a, it's on a temporary cooldown. Yeah. Until such a time as there's been others to take its place as the more frequent one. Okay, actually mm. yeah, I tell you what, it gets a debuff every win. Yeah. Yeah. So if you really want to do it, it might win with slightly worse stats next time, but then it's at an even more disadvantage the next time around. But mm. then equally, if you actually start playing the game, it's like it's like the mentality of, you know, you flip a coin to make a decision and then whatever your outcome whatever your reaction is to the outcome is actually your answer anyway. Yeah, mm. It's exactly the thing if you go all the way through this game and Whatever restaurant you've won with a couple of times has, has, has been like, you know, has dropped off earlier on because of that buff. And you get to the end and go, oh, to be honest, I actually just want to go there. And the other person goes, yeah, I guess Me so too. too. Then you Done. go there. It's fine. Yeah. You know, it just helps you come up with the right answer. The honest answer. Truly in your heart. Mm. So what's the name of this? Uh, I mean, if it was just steak restaurants, it'd be Top Rumps. Or mm. Chop Trumps. <laughs> Chop Trumps. Chop Trumps is that good, That is hard though. to say, though. Chomp Trumps? Top Chomps? Chomp, choms. Chomp chomps. <laughs> Chomp chomps. What if we name it by the categories? So we can have price, spice, and nice. Price, spice, or nice. Price, spice, or nice. Price, spice, nice? Price, spice, nice, price, spice, nice oh, uh, dice. The, the spice dice. is right. Dice, is that the random factor? <laughs> yeah, it's luck. Yeah. <laughs> luck. How's the chef feeling? Is he on his groove? <laughs> That's an element of luck. In Let's roll the d20 to see what kind of chef we'll get tonight. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm trying to think of a Dungeons and Dragons food joke. I can't do it. Onions and flagons. (laughs) Onions and flagons. (laughs) Onions and flagons, the restaurant role-playing game for kids. And only for kids. kids. (laughs) Adults, stay away. This isn't for you. Oscar's going to play this on his own then. Yes, a little bit. Only for another 27 days. (laughs) Cool, so with onions and flagons just entering its final stage of beta testing, we're going to roll out soon. We'll move on for the minute to a new prompt. Um, I've got another food one here because... Food is always good. Food is always good. And I have a kind of, I have a preliminary. You've preempted us, haven't you? Yeah, I've had this one in in the bracket for a while. So I want want to crack it out. Okay, cool. This is from Twitter. It's from It's Me, Tony G. They say, this woman in front of me in the sushi conveyor line keeps taking the rolls I want before they get to me. This is what starts wars, people. And then there's a frowny face so this is all a matter of placement right here yeah this is these this is some conveyor belt tactics the thing is no matter where you sit on a conveyor belt it's effectively a circle so there yeah. will always be someone ahead of you and you will always be ahead of someone else and you're stealing their food this is why we need lanes sushi lanes that you can control you know how on railway tracks you have the dividers and you can like switch a train between yes. two tracks Get a little bun. They just reach out to get that sweet, sweet spring rolls and you click the button and it switches to your lane <laughs> and then you just grab it and look at them while you're eating them. Oh, we're a bit worried about there's an element of competitiveness here and it kind of turns into almost like a pinball style game of intensity where you're just trying to get the sushi into your lane, your little hole that'll mm. come out and everyone else has these bumpers and lane switches that they have to try and counteract your bumper and lane switches with. Here's my thought on this. So traditional conveyor belt sushi system is, let's say you've got set chairs around a around the conveyor belt and the conveyor belt's going in, let's say, like a clockwise motion. Yeah. I reckon intervals where... So the conveyor belt stops moving around the clock, clockwise motion and then all the chairs start moving around <laughs> in an anti-clockwise <laughs> motion. Because that way... You can't me- think about it. If you've got food on a conveyor belt trying to switch direction of that that food's going to fall over. Mm. If you just you have stop- to switch the chairs. You have to switch the chairs so the food doesn't fall over. So at like half hour intervals or something the conveyor belt stops moving the chairs start moving at the same pace so you mm. can just you're still yeah. reaching out. The effect will be the same but it just reverses that order system. Yeah. See, I don't know why there has to be intervals. Can't we just have the two things going concurrently all the time? Well because the order stays the same, doesn't it? Mm. If you think about it, like reaching out, the order stays the same because it's still, they're still going in opposite directions. I think, but keeping the lane system active as well. What if it's sort of a um, real time strategy component where you've got cooldowns on all these moves, you've got reversal, you've got lane switching? Yes. What other strategies could you employ? Okay, so we've got um, blocking. Yeah, we've got blocking. We've what got- is blocking? Blocking is where the person tries to reach for it and then like a little. Little, yeah. sh- little screen, maybe it's like so they can't. attached with a little nail or something, or a screen. Yeah. Com- yeah, screen comes up. A screen comes they up. They can't so reach it. The hand goes out, and they, are, you know. Yep. They can't. So you can pick a specific diner to yeah. block. Yeah. Okay. But so they have the same thing for you, yeah. obviously. Yeah. We've also got the chair switching. Um, well, hang um, on. So, so the chairs ch- like go around each other, like merging in a lane. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Um. So you can, you can rotate yourself up one clockwise. Yep. To be ahead of a. Okay. What about um, disguising a dish? <laughs> a saboteur curry Not necessarily Like destroying it from, But you could get Like a flavourless smoke That just fills the Because they're often covered are not they Smoke grenades Yeah So had like A localised smoke grenade For these spring rolls So you're like Oh that could just be like Bland rice I don't want that I'll leave it And just, then the smoke clears fly. As it gets to you And you take your So we say all these things Are on like kind of A minute long cooldown So you've got to be Really tactical about When to play this Yeah I think so. So when you uh, reserve your seat at the table, you'll have a base number of points you can use, like base number of charges you can use for these. Mm. Right. Obviously, if you go in and you know that it's going to be a busy day and there's going to be lots of people who are going to be using the same kind of tactics, you can pay an extra as you go and sit down to get more uses of these kind of... Often, sushi places charge you by how many plates you've used. Yeah. Mm. What if you could use those plates as currency to get another move? Interesting. So if you really want this certain dish, you have to sacrifice space in your stomach by eating some boring rice and then just putting the plate into a slot and paying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah to block off this dish so you can get the good one. Yeah, so and that's good for them because they know that if they only put out, you know, three of the big ticket items that lots of people go for mm. in the space of like a half hour rotation, but big they have ticket. big ticket items <laughs> in the sushi, like a turkey. Yeah, a full turkey stuff. This sounds like kind of like a boss wave where there's literally only one thing on the entire conveyor belt and, and everyone fights for it. Everyone wants it, but the only way you can get it is by having saved up enough rice dishes. <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> afford to use the blocks on enough yeah. people so you actually don't have anything obstructing your view of the main boss <laughs> okay so the, the structure of this is it comes out in kind of four main waves of food yeah. that you all fight over and get as many dishes as you can yeah. and after that the boss wave begins and you have to use up all the dishes that you've stored mm. from everything you've been able to win to very, try and very get... important you have to eat all of these oh yeah. of course you don't yeah. just get the plates you've got to eat all of these otherwise you will be ejected from them can facility. we have a combo of dishes that you can build like a Yu-Gi-Oh system a rice bowl of the forbidden one Soy sauce of the forbidden one <laughs> What so then just The turkey comes out And you just go Yes I've got Exodia I fucking <laughs> win Give me the turkey Yeah, there's like a slot to the right of the normal plate (laughs) slot, which is like a thick wedge that you just put all of these plates in. Fusions I really like, because the Yu-Gi-Oh system works great, because yeah, you have the Exodia thing, which is just like one specific thing, Mm. but you can also be like, oh god, does it fuse if I just get rice and I just get the spring rolls? What happens? Ah, fuck nothing. Now I've wasted two dishes and it has to go in the fusion slot. Maybe you have to fuse certain dishes to get certain powers. Yeah, it's trial and error, and it's a risk, like, ah, could I fuse these two? But if Mm. you win, you get get yeah, an extra lovely dish and you get a power out of it yeah so then you, there's yeah there's there's one which just like it's three rice dishes just going to clog you right up but it just stops the entire conveyor belt system on both sides so you can just get out of your seat and just go get it yeah yeah I like that. that's like kind of like labyrinth wall style card <laughs> yes I did not play Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm imagining 99% of our listeners didn't either. So these are flying are... right over a lot of people's heads. So screens. two people enjoy this. Yep. It's you and Joel. And that's all we And I need. didn't play Yu-Gi-Oh. See, I recently marathoned a Yu-Gi-Oh PlayStation 1 game. So this is my zone and right you, now. You just need a way to ex- like expel some of all this useless knowledge. It's such useless 96. knowledge. I don't want any of it. But I could tell you Skull Knight's exact attack power. Why do I need don't, that? Don't you dare. 3 i Oh, get the uh, hell out of here. <laughs> that's too high. Wait. Is it though? I what don't is, know. I have no idea. What's like? What's the ceiling on this? Also, back to the restaurant. What's the ceiling on this? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be pretty vaulted for some of the shit that's going to be going down. This is going to be mm. like a spectator sport with this much going on, surely. So we're changing from sushi restaurants to sushi coliseums, right? Yeah. Can s- you have decoy dishes? Instead of putting your plate in the slot, you just put your plate back on the conveyor belt, but it looks like a real dish. <laughs> No, so it's still got that little dome on it. Still got a little dome on. Maybe it's like a little hologram or a picture of a... And and someone picks that up and then they've wasted a dish and then they have to wait. Yeah. I guess you need to cool down on your pickup as well. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be grabbing everything off the conveyor belt. Yeah. Chomping it down. Stocking up. To get that turkey. Also, why do we keep saying turkey? No sushi restaurant's going to serve a turkey. Turkey stuffed with noodles. Okay. No, sorry. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) What would the name of that be? Takoodle. Nudie. <laughs> mm, one nudie, please. One nudie, please. <laughs> Everyone fighting over that nudie on the boss wave. Yeah. That, I love this. Have we got a name for this new brand of restaurants? The Sushi Coliseum. The Sushi Coliseum is pretty great because yeah. it's enticing. Yeah. Wait, I mean, we've got Yo Sushi. If this is Yu Gi Oh, could we not just You Sushi? Yu Gi Oh Sushi. Yu Gi Oh Sushi. Sushi Oh. Sushi Oh is pretty good. <laughs> sushi Oh is right because <laughs> then they don't have to do much with the branding, they just swap the front bit to the back bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need one letter. (laughs) Sushi-O. Yeah, done. All right, cool, awesome. (laughs) Sushi-O, the new server system coming to a restaurant near you. So this comes to us from lol80,005 from Reddit, thank you, who says simply, I'm too ugly for online dating. (laughs) Now, right? I would view that as a challenge. People can catfish like all the time Wouldn't it be really impressive to be like, look, I'm everything I said I am, just my face is a little bit different. What if their issue is not that they're too ugly overall is that they're too photogenic so people keep accusing them of catfishing because they don't look as good in real life but they're not trying to catfish they just take good selfie mm-hmm. man. They, they, they just look real good they in take photos. a picture they take a picture see this is my issue with this prompt nobody's too ugly for online dating don't be silly you gotta you gotta just lean into what makes you you man you just mm. gotta lean into just like even if you're not the most photogenic person in the world like you, there are things you can do you can own that shit you can be sincere so what we need to do is come up with a strategy for maybe you're not the most photogenic person in the world what's going to make this person's dating site profile the most appealing thing okay. what if we did you know the voice oh yeah the whole blind version of the x factor which still has the sub stories because yes it's that's ridiculous. what sells I and guess. it's still all the attractive people that make it through somehow yeah but you can't see them until they. <laughs> see. i always wonder about that though like once <coughs> you've done the reveal yeah. Is, there's nothing distinguishing it from any other show because you can't oh, no, nothing. You can not. Okay, I know it's you, but I'm going to close my eyes and then see if I still enjoy <laughs> Who is what a I hear. Songbird. <laughs> All that aside, yeah. the core concept, if it was executed well, not that bad. Like, cool, pick them on their song. Awesome. Why not do that for dating? What about a dating site with no pictures? Only, Only skill trees. Ooh, ooh, this I very much like. Skyrim skill trees. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we have... What? So instead of pictures, you just have you displaying talents without showing your face or body. So okay. a blind rendition of talents that would make you uh, uh, of, like a desirable dating partner. Yeah, maybe you could tell a joke. Or video yourself opening a door for someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. After you. Can, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real gentleman. And, and like, the, you can like put your hand through a slot and like you can they can see how like firm your handshake is. What is the tech? Is it... Are we doing something they have to wear, like a morph suit or some kind of thing? Cover everything? Or are we doing like a pixelated... Ooh, what if you can... What if it is, you can take photos of yourself Mm. and film your talents and all that kind of thing, but everything about your physical appearance is, yeah, pixelated out, and the longer you spend talking to someone, the less and less pixelated it gets. Who's the most generically bland, not unattractive or attractive actor there is? Jason Bateman. I was going to say Ed Helms. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. That's that's part of his whole thing. (laughs) Right, he already has a feather in his cap then. (laughs) Who has Ed Helms played? He played Andy in the US office. He played Stu in The Hangover. He's just like... Glasses dentist man in The Hangover. Glasses dentist man. He is like a child's drawing of a man. Okay. Of an accountant. Of an accountant, yeah. (laughs) So, could we get the tech that replaces... Whatever they're doing, whatever video they do, it's just Ed Helms doing it. What, and then slowly over the course of a few days, they morph from Ed Helms into their actual so, person. We, we've touched on this kind of thing like doctoring footage before when someone was trying to get coffee in an office. Mm. I think if you do all of these talents whilst wearing, you mentioned it, a morph suit, but you yeah. make that morph suit green, mm. and then it just motion captures whatever it is you're doing. so And transposes Ed Helms onto it. Yeah, yeah it just, you know, it just, it, yeah, exactly. So, this is the Ed Helms dating website. Because think about it, if you take the person who is middle ground not unattractive or attractive yeah. to anyone whatever they do that's attractive that impacts yeah. that shows what they are like that shows yeah. whether that move is attractive to you or not. if ed helms opens a door for you and you're like oh thank you thanks ed it must have been the door move it must have been because it wasn't him there were there was indifference before and now ho huh. But okay. maybe Ed Helms starts juggling and you're like, wow, that's try hard. I'm not into that. Are we saying Ed Helms is also for women? Ed Helms is for all. Okay, so endless Ed Helms doing various different talents yeah, with a like, woman's voice coming out no, of that's it. That's weird that Ed Helms is, is doing a very risque dance move. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but, you know, I respect the craft that goes into it. Maybe it's all aspects of Ed Helms stay as his aspects, voice. Yeah dress sense, everything. <laughs> Unless it's so the it thing you're trying to highlight. If you think your voice is an attractive quality, you'll program it in so that Ed Helms speaks in your voice. Right, yeah. If you think your fashion sense is like really killer and you're like, I'm, I'm pleased with yeah. how I put things together, he'll be wearing your clothes. <laughs> but it's still him. Yeah. If you love your haircut, he's going to have whatever cut you've got. But you don't get that right away. I think the idea of like getting gradually less pixelated as, mm. as you get to know the person. So every thumbnail for like just immediately seeing this person is just basic... Like like... Basic Ed. Factory, like factory reset Ed Helms. Okay. And then as you, as you do get to know the person more, as you converse more, you can, you know, substitute his haircut out and like gradually peel away layers of the Ed Helms until you're Mm. all that's left. Yeah. So, all right. So what we've got here is an Ed Helms onion token system where we can earn the ability to peel a layer away after, let's say, 10 messages It's like strip poker. Yeah. But strip date them. Strip Ed. Strip Ed and date Ed, but don't date Ed. (laughs) Texas Ed Helm poker. <laughs> Texas Helm them. Oh, <laughs> Texas Helms them. That's very good. It's not, but we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. It'll do. It'll do. And that is the new very good. So can you choose in what order someone reveals your characteristics? Uh, yes. Yeah, you can. You you gain the ability. It's like a it's a token system. Mm-hmm. If the person likes what they see, they will give you like a, a like or an, like an uptick or something. And then you yeah. can five of those... Allows you to change an aspect of what they see. Yeah. Okay, it allows you to reveal one thing of your choosing. They say, "I like you. Reveal something. You. I want to reveal my eye color. Yeah, Should I. Do that? I'd like to show that I'm really sick at juggling right now. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, show that it's not just Ed Helms juggling. This is my jacket when I juggle. Yeah, hmm. this is my juggling jacket. Yeah, love so me, so we love me. my juggling jacket. <laughs> it's talents first, then characteristics. Yeah. And it becomes gradually, gradually more you. Yeah. We'll do like a NFC setup where if you touch phones, it all just reverts yeah. to just you. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, that's what you look like when you're dancing. Won't oh, means- you still be wearing the morph suit that we factored in? Yeah, I was gonna say if you're touching phones, you're there. Like Yeah. But I mean for yeah. use of the app oh, yeah. in future. It's of you and your unflattering but green morph suit. You- <laughs> yeah, you'd go back and watch all these videos of you wearing a morph suit with like CGI tracking on. Yeah. It's not like, a good look. Not a good look. Le- Man, I you think I preferred the ed. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Ed Bring back Ed Helms Are we in danger of um, R- Romanticising Ed Helms <laughs> Yeah Making him into this Unattainably this, perfect polymath This yes. weird Horrible bland sex symbol Yeah Well yeah. That's not too distant From what he already is I would say mm. N- There's no Like He's no one's fantasy No, do think No one's lying at home Just thinking Just like oh, I do love my boyfriend But fuck If I could have one night With Ed Helms One night <laughs> Ed, on the very slim off chance you're listening to this, I, I, I loved you in the office. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're an excellent actor. Ed and I have a very soft spot for vacation, but yeah. I'm sorry. I would not make love to you. No, I'm, I'm still not 100% sure I'm thinking with the right person. Do so, so. you want me to get a picture yeah. of vet? No, I like not knowing. So what's the, our dating app name? Um, I think if we localise all of the tracking tech to a piece of headgear, we can call it the Helmsit. That's good. Okay. I've, I've got one. Newly Ed's? I was going with Ed over heels. He's sunk it, boys. <laughs> Ed over heels is good. Ed over heels. Yeah. Um, Are we doing a sort of Tinder-style left and right swipe setup? I think because so. it's going to have to be a bit different because you're watching videos. Well, you're a bit more involved. Pictures. Well, with, with Tinder, what you do is you, you click on the person if you want to learn more about it and okay. then scroll through their photos and read their bio. So we'll just say the click is mandatory. Okay, so it auto-plays the video straight away. It auto-plays whatever you have in position one. Of Ed Helms just (laughs) really making a bed well. (laughs) Of Ed Helms rustling up a girl-fashioned stir-fry. He does that turnover they do at hotels, and you don't even know how anyone... He's done it. He just folded your towel into a swan. What? Ed Ed Helms doing a professional Thai massage. (laughs) And he was like, "Yeah, I like that." And then the next one is just Ed Helms just doing a horrible dance to "I'm Blue." And then he's like, "No, no, uh, not you, no." no God, you, no. you you picked early. That one. Is it going to learn from your choices? So it will show you lots of other people who are good at the thing that you've already liked. No, I think it's got to be Tinder-style neutral. Whoever's in your area, okay. Everyone starts out fresh. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to end up like if if you have unconventional traits, you're not going to get picked by anybody. Mm, if true. you have something that makes you unique, then no one will find you. That's true. Okay. Completely randomized. Then, yeah. No machine learning. Absolutely none. Yep. <sighs> I know you want to put machine learning in just something. Just do. so I can ask the tech guys what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what machine learning want, is. And at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. I want, much. I want you to put machine learning in, make it work, and then explain it to me. Yeah. In that order. I want to machine learn what machine learning is. Am I using this right? I don't know. You haven't done it yet. <laughs> Ed Over Heels. Ed Over Heels. The new dating app that you really should read the description of before you download it. Otherwise, you'll be very confused. Man, these guys all look real similar. I don't want to... There's just one guy on here. Then again, if you never click and you keep going through, you'll kind of eventually just become some so I was like, man... Guess I guess I do really want to go for this guy. I think? guess I've got a thing for Ed Helms now. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. at what point does Stockholm Syndrome kick in? It's, it's Stockholm Syndrome. What if you do get desensitised or even attracted to Ed Helms? We'll, we're going to have to keep the real Ed Helms under lock and key for his own safety. True, but what I was thinking was that kind of impacts the app's users. I think yeah. what you can do is pay for another bland actor. We could have seasonal reboots. I think so. So, 90 days of Ed Helms... <laughs> And then, <laughs> also a great rom com, yeah. And then we move Adam Sandler, maybe, or I think he's got to. is no, he too distinctive? distinctive. He's not only is he too distinctive; enough people dislike him. Okay, yeah. I think you were. I think you were pretty spot on with Jason Bateman. Like, Jason Bateman's yeah. as as cardboard as it gets. Yeah, he he looks like a cardboard cutout of a man. Yeah, absolutely. So he can be season two, mm. see, and that will be Baton and Switch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that I works. We are going to have to change the name of that every time to make it funny. but No, no, it's, it's going to be Ed Heels colon. Ben what if it's switched. exclusively Ed's? So we can have Ed band. Oh, that's good. Ed oh, Overheels. He's, he's a very bland looking guy. Yeah. yeah. Ed I, Balls. Ed Balls. Edward Norton. He's not that exciting looking. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's just right down the middle. Yeah. I know one person in life who finds who is like incredibly attracted to Edward Norton and then mm. all of us are baffled by it. Maybe it's an Ed thing. Maybe it is an Ed thing. Yeah, I mean, no shade towards Ed's, but you've got the market cornered on bland looking dudes. Mm. Prove me wrong. Send us a sexy Ed. <laughs> Find me one. <laughs> Send us your best Ed show. Find me your sexiest Ed. I we'll dare you. S- we'll set up a course. Cool. So with Ed Over Heels in development and me excited to learn about machine learning, <laughs> um, we'll move on now to But Better, the section of the show where we take our own ideas for things that don't yet exist, but might just bump you up that little extra notch. This week, we have Good Goodizer. It's not mine, I don't think. I think it is mine. Good Goodizer. It looks like Tom's handwriting. It is mine. Good Eyeser. Sounds a bit like Good Day, Sir but there's nothing there. This is incredibly frustrating because I I had a thing for this and yet now Mm. now I have absolutely no idea what to do. I think this was based upon the SoundGoodizer. Okay. Um, But for things in life. The SoundGoodizer, for those that don't know, is a plugin you can get for your music software, which does what it says on the tin. You put it on any kind of sound and it makes it sound better due to magic. Ah, magic! Ah, our oh. old friend, musical oh. magic. So, so the good goodizer, if it's more general, yeah. So is f- just for everything? Not for e- we can't have everything just be good. But no, what that'd we be can- too easy. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have a show. No, exactly. Yeah, no, that was my suggestion. <laughs> Tom, what are you doing? <laughs> I just killed the show. <laughs> Tom is just trying to very like passively aggressively quit. That's yeah. all he's doing. <laughs> first world solved. Welcome back. We've been first world solved. <laughs> So the good we have to kind of... Let, we, we we got to work on this as a team, as I've completely let us down. But what I think we need to ascertain is what aspect of life could be improved unilaterally by one device. See, yeah. I think an important thing to latch onto before we get to into, like, the, the core change is that you haven't said the excellent eyes or the fantastic Yeah, it's just it's a good eyes. just the good because you're absolutely right. If everything is brilliant... If everything is flawless, then by extension, nothing is flawless and then there's no point to anything. Yeah. If everything is just good, like it's the kind of the worst compliment you can give anyone, like, yeah, it's good. Mm. Like, it's not even really good, it's just good, which means that it is in itself not bad. So, when trying to find the thing to base everything off, is the thing that's closest to being good but is not quite good. Maybe we turn this into a suffix. So, like the sound goodizer is for sounds, maybe we can use the goodizer brand. ...to come up with a few different products. Okay, so the let's do a family Goodizer, of products. The Eat-Goodizer. Yeah, okay, the... so yeah, let's each come up with one... ...and we'll see if we can get a family of products going. I mean, the Eat-Goodizer, or the Food-Goodizer, is garlic. It is, it absolutely is. That it just will makes make, everything taste good. It will make everything taste good. Not blow your socks off amazing, but... No. Mm, ...tastes good. Yeah, right, right. that has got some garlic in it, hasn't it? So, actually, now that you've mentioned that... ...could the Goodizer be a service... Where you say, "How can I make this good?" And they say, "Like ah, the good eyes are tip for this is add a shitload of garlic." Here you okay. go. Yeah. And then it's just like my outfit looks really boring. What's the good eyes are tip for this? Like ah, you just need a slightly better belt. And it's mm. like, "Oh, good enough yeah. if I do that." Yeah. Like that'll bring it all together. Like drinks, ice cubes most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An ice cube will make most drinks. Oh, pretty good. Like yeah. even coffee, the one you think would be better as a hot thing, actually is often better as a nice coffee. Yeah, but not great. No, it's not. It's not like perfect. Just, like that's the thing. It's just good. It's just good. It think. doesn't take okay coffee to realms of understanding. It no. just takes it to this This is good. It's yeah. Refreshing. Yeah, this coffee doesn't taste that great. I'm gonna put some ice cubes in it. Well, at least it's refreshing now. At so least we, it's at least it's something. So we're saying good eyes could be a subscription based model where you can just simply ask it a category mm. and say like. I need help goodizing this, and it can just come back and just be like, "Add some salt, dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Just add some salt." Yeah, like, oh, my shoes are really rubbing. Like thicker socks. Yeah, oh, no, that does make it does. Maybe it is a search engine. So you have your blank hyphen goodizer, and yeah. you type in the thing that you want to goodize. That's a good idea. No, that's it. It's a good idea. It doesn't actually like. It's not like, oh my god, that's amazing. It's like, yeah, all right, That'll 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 sort it out. Every element of this is exactly the right level of okay. Yeah. What if you type Goodizer into the search engine? Oh then it just If you try and make out. a good goodizer, goodizer, if you're trying to make the improvement structure better. You just they just say you found it. Because it, it knows that it's right there at the, the, the base level of okay. Okay. Okay, so we've got a, it. a few things to fix. Yeah. Bedding goodizer. Um, bedding goodizer. Mattress topper. Yeah, I mean I mean that's the thing. Yeah. Like if you've got a really crappy mattress or really, you know, scratchy sheets or whatever. If your back is at least on something that's like, more comfortable, mm. it's good enough. It makes it good enough. It makes yeah. it good enough. Yeah. Okay. Cuts and scrapes. Scrapes what? good either. Yeah. Scrapes, like, scrapes good-izer. I mean, plasters exist. Exactly. Plasters do exist. They make it good enough. Exactly. It's you can not go gonna, about your day. It's not going to heal you, but you're not to really be focusing on it. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I mean, in that case, maybe paper towel. Yeah. Because plasters would be the perfect fix. Depends on the size of the cut. But yeah, generally. Yes. That'll okay. do it. Um, cold day good either. Uh, hand, hand warmers Hand warmer, yeah, yeah, exactly it's not, it's, not, yeah. it's not a great fix You're not like, oh, I'm so content now It's just enough You're not going to go out in hand warmers <laughs> no, And no. nothing else no. You're still going to need other bits Which will actually make it bearable But that will definitely help It'll definitely yeah. help a notch It'll good it a little bit Cocktail goodizer. Vodka? Or just just add it to anything more of an ingredient than a fix there well no that like that's the thing like the garlic is the fix like sound like the sound goodizer where this all this beautiful idea all stemmed from it's just something you throw on and it'll help yeah like regardless of what it is so like the cocktail goodizer would literally be yeah an ingredient it makes it stronger it doesn't really change the flavor that much no yeah i'd yeah i'd go with that uh my uh, to be fair my fix for cocktail goodizer would be juice i was gonna say tall glasses it makes it more fun also true yeah. a slice of orange yeah like maybe it's like a magic eight ball maybe you don't always get the same answer <laughs> yeah there are a few things that will always unilaterally improve something a bit yeah yeah garlic as an example doesn't improve everything but it doesn't, doesn't improve pretty cheesecake. much everything doesn't improve cheesecake necessarily <laughs> so, but salt might surprisingly a little yeah. bit of salt in a sweet thing that'll that'll pop no, that well, right I'll up to it. good yeah you can give it another shake if you're not 100 percent happy with the outcome true mm. so like dessert good eyes, for example ice cream you can put ice cream in absolutely anything. That Ooh. becomes a much better dessert. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me try again. Like, shake it back up again. You go, like, okay. Uh, then, like, a little digestif at the end of it. Like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's some icing sugar biscuit. on the edge of the plate. Yeah. That's a good iser. Right yeah. there. It's good. This looks like I would pay for it in a restaurant now. <laughs> this has been good eyes. You just put icing on it. Yeah. I feel very... Good. good. I, feel, I feel very good. Yeah. So, we've, we've nailed down what it does. Yeah. Is it an app on your phone? Is it a call-in service at a premium rate number? Is it a texting service? Is it like an information I mean, booth that you have to go to physically? Every single time you mention texting service, I do want to do the Jamster model. But does, we can't always rely on that. It keeps no. us afloat, though. People, people are much wiser to that now. Okay, so Jamster's maybe not the best, word about Jamster Goodizer? What? How can we make that model acceptable to consumers of 2018? Well, because this is, this is what I was about to say. Jamster was the predatory horrendously anti-consumer mm. practice of the day. I think the equivalent of today are the, the loot boxes, right? Loot boxes, Watches. like free to play, but then like microtransactions. Yeah, so you can download the app for free, absolutely fine. If you want an answer, you have to pay for the loot box and you'll just get three random answers. Hang on, we've talked about the Magic 8-Ball reshaking system. It's free to get the first answer, but if you're not yeah. happy with it and you go, well, that doesn't apply here, yeah, because it doesn't always apply, you do have to pay a fee for another shake. And you yeah. might get through the exact same answer again. But, ah, oh, too bad, you yeah. paid. Yeah. Or you might get an answer for a different thing. So yeah. You might ask for you just for got a-, a store in your bank. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's not worthless. You might need yeah, it later. You might need it if ever you want to try and good eyes your socks. Yeah, trying and improve my dessert. Shake, shake, shake. Sawdust. Ah, oh, no, that's not for this, but that is going to help something else. I'll hold on to that for later. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I know it's going to be good for something. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to put sawdust on my compot. Okay. So, a loot box model with good eyes are gems. I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, you start you start the app with sixty good points, okay, and no good eyes gems. Yeah, each box costs ten good points. Oh no, each box costs seventy good eyeser oh, points. Oh no, no, that's <laughs> Some that, cost fallacy. That's 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 difficult. That's that's tricky. Yeah, but is there a free to play way to earn good eyes points? Could like you suggest maybe suggest good su- Okay, suggest or sit through adverts.
1: Sit then through that, adverts. Then that
0: helps us out with revenue coming in, and also yeah. it's another one of those things that. You can sit through a fifteen-second like YouTube clip or something if you're waiting for a video. Like it's not the end of the world. Mm. You haven't got to actually engage. You can just have it on and do something else. Like it's yeah. not awful. I think that's the way we need to kind of center everything around this. If it's not going to be awful, it'll do. I like the idea of being a curator, though. Yeah, me too. Someone sending you or going through a list of good eyes that have been submitted and going, "Oh, I actually I know how to fix this one." Yeah. Sock good get thicker ones. That'll yeah. do it. That'll do it. Fine. Type it up, send it off. Nice. You get one goodizer point. Yeah. Bath goodizer. Bubble bath in it. Yeah. Bubble bath. Damn. Not a lot. Just some. Just enough. Not a lot. Bath yeah. bombs, too much. Yeah, bath bombs is too much of an actual, like, solution to that because it does something helpful. Bubble baths, just give <sighs> few bubbles. Joel's just glazed over thinking about baths now. I'm thinking about bath bombs. Bombs, very explosive word. Yeah. I was thinking about bath C4. <laughs> And how that, that would work. That would be a bath bazooka. Just kind of... <laughs> so you'd get in the bath, you'd have it laid in there, primed, but there would be no bubbles or anything. And then once you're in, you, you press the button. Detonate it. Suddenly <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> bath, dead man's switch. How would that work? There's oh. no bubbles until you get out? <laughs> oh, just that. There's really no bubbles until you fall asleep in the bath and then it wakes you up. Yeah. okay. Safety. Yeah. Kind, Safety bubbles. Kind of. Yeah. Bit of a tangent. A touch. But... I think we've kind of reached the natural end point of this. This has yeah. really relaxed me. I know, the right? goodizer. Yeah. It's not our best invention, but it's good. It's good. It's pretty, but it's pretty good is pretty the good. thing. You can't complain that it'll do. You can't It I can't definitely argue, will do. It will definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> we have good eyesed. the goodizer. <laughs> and, uh, I feel very wholesome. I think we'll end on that, on that nice note. I think we'll finish up the show there for today. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you'd enjoyed what you heard today, share it around with your friends. Let them know what we're about. Let them know we can good eyes their shit. We can hook them up with better or at least good solutions. Fixes that will do. <laughs> Fixes that will get the job done, maybe. We've got iTunes links. We've got SoundCloud links. Get to it. If you have any problems of your own that you feel like we would be well suited to fixing, you can get in touch with us through all the usual avenues. We're on Twitter, FWScast. You can find us on Facebook as First World Solutions, or you can email us directly at fwscast.gmail.com. Please send in your, uh, your woes, your issues, your problems, and we can turn them into something. I can promise you that. We'll definitely turn them into something, even if that something is a little bit of a joke. We'll do our very best to address it in some way and i think in this day and age you can't ask for better than that i mean you could but you go you'd be going to the wrong place if you are listening to us on itunes please do leave us a rating and a review it really helps us out actually but it helps us become more visible on the platform uh big thank you to everybody who's already left us a rating that's great and share that link around with your friends but in the meantime thanks once again for listening i've been joel i've been oscar 27 days <sighs> i've been told. No problems. No problem. See you next schmooze day.